I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is all the way from New Zealand. In fact, he's just down the down the road from me, so to speak. Um, well, at the other end of the island I'm on. He works at Theta as a principal architect. He was first awarded as MVP in 2023, so he's brand new into the program. He loves playing guitar and currently taking violin lessons. Very unique with his seven-year-old daughter. He's the author of the book Microsoft 365 and SharePoint Online Cookbook. Check that out. We probably will talk about that. You can find links to his bio any of his social media assets, etc., in the show notes for this episode. Welcome to the show, Sundeep. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for having me here. Good to talk to a Kiwi on the other side of the screen. <laughs> it's it's interesting because most of my calls are always to the northern hemisphere. You know, it, it's a it's a, a little less to the southern hemisphere. So good to speak to somebody in the same country. I uh, I was on the private meeting where you got welcomed into the MVP program that we we run locally, which is which is great to see. Tell me a bit about when you're not doing MVP stuff, when you're not doing work. Tell me a bit about food, family, and fun. What do they mean to you? Yeah, so uh, uh, I'll, I'll first talk about my family. So I live here with my wife and two kids. Uh, my parents and my brother are in India, in a state uh, called West Bengal. And uh, what I do in the free time, well, uh, like you already mentioned, I, I uh, love music. So I sing, play guitar and play violin to some extent. So it's more like a creative outlet for me. And my other uh, keen interest is in astronomy. And it's because it's a culmination of all the knowledge that we have uh, acquired. And it's like the last frontier and all these mundane things like uh, our egos, our material achievements, they just like vanish when you look at this night sky. So I leave, listen to uh, lectures by Neil deGrasse Tyson, Lawrence Cross, Brian Greene and all, all those guys. So those are my key uh, interests, if, if so to say. This, and so that comes on what under the heading of astrophysics, is it? Astrophysics, that's correct. Yeah, nice, nice. Neil de, de Grison, man, a legend, man. That guy, the stuff that he comes out with, and and it, it does, you know, because it come up some of his shows when you when you listen to it, you re, you realize how much of a speck you are on the landscape of the universe, right? As an as an individual, and and the good thing about is that he how he makes it sounds so uh so easy 
like when you, you can't get your head around uh, these some of these concepts in astrophysics but he makes them appear so easy so that's what i like about him yeah so sure tell us about your book uh yeah so i i uh, wrote this book along with uh, one of my colleagues ex colleagues uh, who i used to work with and we were being approached by a publisher he asked us if we would like to uh, work on this book uh, it was a big challenge to begin with because i uh, my son was born in the same year and uh, i was handling multiple things but uh, in my mind i just thought that i should give it a try uh, it's it's uh, i don't know if i'll be able to write another book in my life so why not give it one go <laughs> so e- eventually that book did well and now i'm working on the second edition of the book which is due to uh, be published later this year so so why are you working at theta surely you should be retired by now with with all those royalties from your book no no i i love the work that i do uh, it's it's just keeps that uh, creative thing uh, in you uh, burning that's that's the reason uh, i i i love uh, i i don't know if there are many people who love uh, what they do but i i certainly do yeah i enjoy my work love it perfect perfect i was actually i was joking there about how writing a book makes you rich because it it doesn't right and you 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 don't earn a lot of money off off your book writing no and you end up paying more taxes that's all yeah yeah do you do you have more people download the kindle version or more people get the the paperback uh i i uh, when i last looked at the report uh, the kindle versions were sold more than the paperbacks yeah yeah and that makes sense right people particularly from i want to search i want to jump into a particular recipe that you created in that book you want to be able to do it quickly or search it up rather than you know thumb thumb through and i mean and having those books on your bookshelf you know i had to get rid of my like those big type of cookbooks a long time ago because they they take up so much space um yeah okay that's that's cool that's cool I, I, and i think you know it's an admirable you know honor to get a um you know the title of author um get that out there i see you've had uh 224 ratings a 4.4 out of 5 stars so the book's obviously done very well Yeah yeah and that's prompted me to write the second one so that's yeah that's it Is it going to be an extension of this one or or are you going to lean heavily into power automate Uh it is going to be there there would be some recipes that will be obviously updated based on the new stuff that has been released uh, covers some aspects of AI uh it uh it is going to have uh, chapters on viva which wasn't there back then so there's some additions to the book uh, yes but uh, uh, some of the content would be the same it's just an updated version of that last book in your in in this book right you covered power automate formerly microsoft flow power apps power bi power virtual agents i do you go deeper on any of those more than something like office delve like is office delve still a thing that people still use do, use that functionality no so uh, delve is going to be in the appendix in this book uh, uh and yeah yeah the, like uh, power automate power apps they deserve a book of their own so it's not possible to cover all the aspects in just one chapter so it is going to be uh, what i have tried to do there is uh, try to 
covered the main aspects of these uh, applications, uh, but at the same time, add some uh, insights that comes from the experience that you have gained working on this. So giving them some tips that if you're trying to do this, probably try this way, not that way. That that sort of a thing. Yeah. And so are we going to see a dedicated chapter to Copilot? Uh, not a dedicated chapter, <laughs> probably a mention because it's still uh, it's evolving. So uh, not not that much. And I, I we we are at at the stage where we are trying to limit. Uh, that was another challenge with this book that this Office three six five space is so rapidly emerging that it's very hard to keep up with it uh, in, when you're writing a book. Yeah. Yeah, all the Viva products, um, you know, yesterday at Ignite, they announced, of course, the um, the co-pilot for Office 3 or for M365, right, which which is another add-on SKU, which is, is going to impact a lot of those traditional products like Excel and, and PowerPoint and, and, and Word, which I think is awesome because they, they need to upgrade, right? They, they need to be... There's so much that more that you can do now with these large language models and and applying them with the technology. I think I think yeah, your book is definitely robust. I see um, as in the the broadness of topics that it covers. Um, in the Power Platform space, what's your go to tool? Do you do more Power BI stuff? Do you do more Power Automate stuff? Where do you kind of what's your deep skill area? Um, is it in one or two of those products? How do you describe it for yourself? Yeah, it's primarily Power Automate. Uh, and obviously with Power Automate comes Power Apps. So I would say Power Apps and Power Automate. That's my uh, core skill. In your career, have you worked much with Nuntex? Uh, yes, uh, I have. K- uh, in, K2, in those type of products? Uh, I haven't used K2 as much, but uh, I have worked with Nuntex quite a, a bit. Are they all irrelevant now that we have the Power Platform, Power Automate, forms over data using Power Apps, um, you know? I often think that question. Like, it, it might be very hard for uh, the Nintec sales team to make a sales pitch now with Power Automate being there. Uh, and, uh, and I mean, back when I used uh, Nintex, uh, licensing was one of the key concerns. Um uh, and this, when they brought the subscription model, it was getting even harder for me to push Nintex to a customer when I'm talking to them. Uh, but with Power Automate, uh, there are th- these connectors, uh, available connectors, and, and obviously licensing is again another aspect when it comes to uh, premium license and all. And all. But uh, I haven't felt a need to move away from Power Automate at this stage. I, I think it's a pretty good platform at the moment. Yeah, I, I, t- I totally agree. And and when it comes to licensing, uh, being the licensing is so reasonable when you do a true ROI calculation on it, the, the, the benefits far outweigh um, the cost and the, and the value that you get. Um, how did you become an MVP? Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, I have been actively uh, uh, participating in the community since uh, 2019. I used to run a user group, Azure user group as well in Christchurch. Uh, and I would uh, blog about uh, Teams, uh, SQL, Power BI, and etc. 
and I got nominated back then. Uh, but my nomination was unsuccessful. Uh, I was told that I am all over the place. I have to pick one uh, dedicated area for contributions. And so I directed all my focus to the Power Platform. And eventually, my contributions got noted. Uh, I received my first MVP this year, and hopefully it continues. Nice, nice. And I just realized at the start when I introduced you, I said you're at the other end of my island, but I'm in the North Island and you're in the South Island right in Christchurch. That's great, yeah. How, how long have you lived in Christchurch? I, uh, I have lived over 10 years now. Uh, I arrived here in 2012. Wow, so you've seen a lot of rough times then um, in there. Did you come after the earthquake or before? Uh, I came just after, right after the earthquake. So I was being asked this question that, uh, are you making a good decision to move to New Zealand uh, now that yeah. Christchurch had Especially an earthquake? Christchurch, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think I made the right decision. I love this place and uh, I, I love, I, I wouldn't move away from Christchurch. I, I, I don't want to move anywhere else at the moment. Yes, yes. Beautiful city, beautiful city. Um, uh, just just a shame all the, the tragedy it's had in, in really the last 12, 13 years um, combined. Um, tell me, when you were you surprised at anything when you joined, you know, you became an MVP? Has anything been a surprise to you now that you're, you know, part of the club? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, it's it's still overwhelming. There's so many uh, uh, invitations that I uh, receive, like on different uh, about these te- teams invites for PGI events and all. So it's 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 uh, it's I'm still getting my head around what are the things I should be participating in, uh, what is I should be staying away from. So how to use my time in a better way? Yeah, yeah. Um, what Sandeep's talking about there are, um, as an MVP, you get access to the Microsoft product teams of various product groups, and you get to have um, live sessions with them um, as part of being an MVP, give them feedback, get insight about the product before it's released, all of it under NDA, um, but, of course, very insightful and very helpful to one's career in, in where you spend your time and where you spend your focus based on, on what you see happening. As as you've you know moved into this role, what do you see as the greatest contributor to you receiving the MVP? Was it the book? Was it your contributions in the forums? Was it blogging videos? What what was it for you? Uh, for me, it was primarily my book and the contributions in the Power Automate forums. Uh, so I've been on the leaderboard for quite some time, uh, and probably I I think that's the primary reason why I got my MVP, I received my MVP this year. Yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. It's interesting that you said, and and it just came back to me, you said before that you were all over the place when it was, you know, came to your submission. One of the things I've highlighted is that if you want to become an MVP for the first time, you need to choose a lane and stick in the lane. In other words, you need to, if, if it's going to be Azure, go all in on Azure. If it's going to be M365, go all in on that. If it's going to be Power Platform or Dynamics, go all in on that. You can't afford to be a little bit here, a little bit there across all those technologies because when when Microsoft come to making the decision about choosing 
it's very difficult to them to go, okay, who chooses this? Is this enough for that category? And if you spread thinly, you don't get enough compared to everybody else performing. So now, once you're in, that changes. Once you're in, you can start to diversify. And so it doesn't mean you have to, you know, if you're a, uh, if you love a whole bunch of stuff around mixed reality and as well as power platform or, or something else, doesn't mean you can't continue to explore that just when it comes to your contribution commitments. At the start, it's really important to be focused um, on the, on the one one area. So who nominated you? I was uh, nominated by uh, Nate. Uh, he's also an MVP. He's in the States and he's writing this book with me. Mm. Ah, very good. So the second book you're writing, he's, yeah, he's so writing it's, it with you. It's, it's uh, three of us, um, me, Nate and Gaurav. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Very good. Very well. It's easier when you're splitting the, the workload right across three, uh, a third of the book each. Yes. Yes. And, and we wanted, uh, everyone to focus on one particular area so that uh, we can cover everything in, in that. Like, we can be across everything that's going on in that space. I like it. I like it. Very smart. Very smart. How how deep are you personally getting into the area of AI? Uh, not much. Uh, I'm still exploring. I would say I'm in the exploratory phase. I'm just trying to f- come up with like use cases, real use cases that we could uh, have and 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 uh, for AI. So I I look at all the case studies that people are doing with AI. Uh, some of of that is scary, uh, but at the same time, some of that is uh, quite innovative. And so I'm just exploring the area. I haven't done much on that as yet. Are you, are you use like? And I'm t- talking about personally here rather than in business. Are you using it? in any part of your day-to-day life or, you know, to perhaps you are using it in business, but I'm not talking about as part of a piece of like a power automate or something else. Like, are you practically using it to make your life um, more productive yourself? Yes, yes, certainly. Uh, with with chat GPT, uh, it's it's so much easier to sort of use it. I've, I've been using chat GPT when I'm doing uh, uh uh, SPFX component, like I'm writing, uh, I, I'm not a good developer, I would say, but uh, now now it's it's as long as you can explain what you're trying to do, you can get it to do that for you. So I, I, I kind of, I think it's a very good enabler. It, it helps you as long as you, if you know in your head what you're trying to do, you can get it done with, with tools like this. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 Guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 Guy. Thanks again, and see you next time.